Hi everyone, my name is Gabriel and this is the Hour of the Raven, your channel for everything Ravenloft, RPG, Dungeons and Dragons and Horror. Today we are going to dwell in the dark past of the domain of Vavrek, where the legends and beliefs in the Wolf God shape the culture and history of its people. Are you ready? Then follow me into the Dusk Peace Lodge, a large and fortified stone building in the middle of the forest. In the interior of the lodge, we are welcomed by our mysterious host, the couple Argent and Celia Whitmore, and by a dozen other guests that live in the building. Our presence generates certain unease, but they kindly grant us a room and a meal, and share with us their knowledge of the legends and the past of these inhospitable lands. Those who wish to unravel the history of Verbrek are faced with an almost impossible task. Since there are no sources or recorded information, and no knowledge centers to be researched in the region. To discover the past, we must search the ruins of villages covered by the vegetation, the legends and tales of the natives, and the records of explorers from neighboring kingdoms. With such fragile sources of information, these reports should be considered with caution, as the legends and folklore of its inhabitants are mixed with the unreliable history of the land. The most ancient tale of the distant past of Berbera refers to the birth of the Wolf God. This divine entity emerged fully formed as it tore itself from the womb of the mists, separating his essence to become matter, flesh, blood and fangs. His arrival in the world was marked by brutality, blood, hunger and howls of agony. The wolf god wandered through the mists for countless ages, quenching his hunger and fury against any creature or spirit that crossed his path. The wolf god represented the essence of primitive savagery, and a herald of all terrors of the flesh. After eons wandering in the mists, the wolf god grew tired of his loneliness. Longing for a pack to lead, he inhaled the mist deeply. He felt the mist mixing with his flesh, blood and fur, and seized by a great pain and agony, he disgorged his children into the world, the first wolves. Leading his pack, he guided them through the mists, until the mists parted, revealing a vast forest. In this primordial forest, the wolf god was the supreme predator, and countless other beasts roamed these woods, prey to satisfy their hunger. The wolf god showed his children how to hunt for food, and how to shit death, breeding to raise cubs. Attentive folklore researchers may note several similarities between the legends of the Grandfather Wolf from Kartakas and the Wolf God in Verbrug. However, while the Grandfather Wolf has clear human characteristics, such as cunning and vanity, the Wolf God is more bestial, terrible and cruel. Over time, the Wolf discovered strange creatures in the wood, strangers to the forest they inhabited. The humans looked fragile and carried their fangs in their hands. Despite this weakness, humans were intelligent and, unlike other creatures, 
They transformed the world around them, destroying the woods with axes and fire. With hatred and fury in their hearts, the wolves, guided by their divinity, attacked the humans. With cruelty, they invaded their cities, devoured children in their cribs, and savagely attacked everyone who crossed their path. However, they encountered resistance among the humans, who battled the wolves and made them retreat to the forest. The forest burned, and there was carnage everywhere, and the battle came to a halt. However, on a full moon night, a small group of humans infiltrated the forest and sought the lair of the wolf god. Surrounded by wolves, and in the face of the divinity, the humans would be easily destroyed, but surprisingly, they knelt, begging the wolf god to grant them their strength. Despite the enraged howling of the pack, the wolf god pondered the request of the human traitors. Fearing the intelligence and ingenuity of humans, he thought of a way to corrupt their essence in his favor. He beat the man with his fangs, and then tore his own flesh, powering his blood over their wounds. This human received the blessing of lycanthropy, absorbing the strength of the wolves, but maintaining the intelligence and cunning of humans. There are now wolves hidden in human form, capable of spreading their condition with their bites and to live secretly among humans. With the help of his werewolves, the wolf god finally won the battle against humanity. With his divine power, he dried the small rivers and creeks that supplied the village in the Vale of Memory, and the werewolves and wolves attacked and destroyed the village with savagery. Today, only ruins of these old villages can be found, covered in vegetation and filled with human bones. The region that today is known as Verbrek became practically uninhabited except for small and isolated villages, ignored or protected by the werewolves, who still maintain some aspect of humanity or who gained an appreciation for the taste of human flesh and wanted to keep a small amount of their favorite food source. The humans who still inhabit Verbrek speak a dialect derived from the modern language, known as Low Modernish which suggests that these lands have a common origin with the realm of Mordent. The first reports about the region from the explorers of the lands of the mists occurs in 708 of the Barovian calendar, when explorers of Rishimlot affirmed that the mists opened to reveal a vast forest. This region was called by the people of Rishimlot as Arkandale, and is described by explorers as a region crossed by several rivers and untouched forests, where only a few villages resisted the dangers of a land full of wolves and werewolves. South of Arkandale, another region seemed to be even more inhospitable, where explorers and lumberjacks were brutally attacked by wolves. This region was first explored around the year 730 of the Barovian calendar, and was called Verbrek. In the ancient language of the wolves and werewolves, these lands were known as Herbrack, which means unwelcome place, but this name was adapted by humans explorers to Verbrack. Both regions were covered by a single huge and untouched forest, 
infested by wolves and teeming with werewolves. Perhaps Arkandale and Verbrek were the same region, with different names given by its first explorers, but since the Grand Conjunction, in the year 740 of the Barovian Canada, the region has come to be referred only as Verbrek. Some scholars and occultists point out that this change reflects a deeper mystery and that Verbrek's expansion over Arkandale may be linked to its Dark Lords, whose essences may be directly reflected in these primeval forests. Whatever the truth is, in the last decade, the region has come to be known only as Verbrek, and reports indicate that the presence of werewolves in the region has become even stronger, as well as the attacks and ferocity of the wolves. Some traumatized accounts of survivors on the borders of the region reveal the existence of profane rituals where the victims are sacrificed to the wolf god or hunted by dozens of wolves and werewolves in ecstasy, fury and fanaticism. Our conversation with Celia and Argent Whitmore ends abruptly and our host looks concerned as they look up at the night sky. They rush us to one of the rooms, saying it is time for us to retire. Without further explanation, they inform us that we should not leave our rooms overnight for our own safety. Locked in the room, we observe when the moon rises and powerful howls can be heard inside the lodge, as well as the sound of clawing stretches on its stone walls. Trapped with werewolves, we are seized by panic, and using our skills, we open the locks that imprison us in this room and flee into the woods of Verbrek. Subscribe to this channel activate notifications and join us while we escape into the woods under the moonlight to face the darkest secrets that plague these lands.